All right, listeners, welcome to a very special edition, a very special episode of International Teacher Podcast. While my friend Matt, the family guy, is out this session, I have with me a very important individual named Roberto Santos. I think you'll want to listen to this because when you're recruiting, when you're interviewing for an international teacher job, have you ever wondered what do the directors think? What do the people hiring us, what are they looking for? Roberto is the director of the International School of Eastern Seaboard in Thailand, up north by Pattaya, and he is with me for this special session. We are going to get deep down into some of the questions, some of the feelings, some of the ideas and needs that directors have when they're looking for candidates for their schools. So we're going to get down deep and dirty into this, and I apologize. We do get a little emotional once in a while. We've known each other for quite a few years. Let's get right to the show. Welcome to the International Teacher Podcast with your host, Greg, the single guy, and Matt, the family guy. We're recording episodes from around the globe to tell you about the best-kept secret in education. That's right. It's teaching overseas. We're glad to have you. Uh, so this is Greg, the single guy, and with me today, I'm very pleased to have Roberto Santos. He is a an educator. He's been in international for years, and he is coming at us right now from Thailand, the uh, the northern part of Thailand, up by Pattaya. How you doing, Bob? And I'm doing great. Happy to talk to you. It's been a long time. Uh, I have good memories, and I think about you often. And I'm so proud of you. And I'm glad you found me. Thank you, Bob. This is this is going out to all of our listeners, and we have listeners that have never been a teacher before. Some teachers that are some teachers that are about to go overseas or wondering about overseas. And I thought it would be great to talk to you because you are in administration. You've also been a teacher and you have a long history of ed- of education in international schools. Can you give us a little like a little uh, short version of your how you got into international? Yeah, I, I grew up in New York, as you know, and I um, came a point where where I. I you know, I'm sorry to say, but I, I was not happy in the States. And and um, somehow I found that there was a position in Guatemala, you know, and um, I applied for it. You know, strangely enough, it, it was not through a, a, a recruiting agency. It was just word of mouth. But anyway, I, I got I went from New York to, to Florida and met the head of school there. And he liked me. Not sure why, but he liked me. So, you know, three months later, I was in, in Guatemala. And that kind of, you know, sparked something in me. I like being out. I like being able to be what I, at, at that point, thought it was um, free. You know, I, I could be who I was. Um, and that's how it, it started. From there, I went to two other countries in Central America, Honduras and Nicaragua. Uh, and and that that was a uh, a good a good thing for me. Um, I learned a lot about culture, the educational systems, all those kinds of things. That you know, I knew some some of it, but you know, not not in depth. You know, than when you live in in a place like this. 
Then after that, at some point, I uh, went to Kuwait. I spent, Greg, I spent like eight years in Kuwait, you know, and, and um, I learned a lot of things in Kuwait, you know, the the Arab way, you know, Islam and all those kind of things that we don't, we're, it's foreign to all of us from the West. Uh, we just see what, we just hear what's in the news and those kind of things. And I, I went there as a counselor then, the principal of the special needs section. And then at some point, the head of school there. It, and uh, that was very interesting. So it was a, it was a long time there. Um, then after that, I went to Spain and, and from Spain to China. Uh, I spent eight years in China also um, as a head of school, as a principal, uh, academic director in several schools. And, and what I... What I notice and what I've kind of learned is that you have to be true to yourself. You can't be who you're not, right? Uh, you can learn systems, different educational systems, different um, uh, languages, cultures, but you have to be true to yourself. Sometimes some folks get into a situation and they pretend to be something that they're not. And at the end, it always comes out. And, um, and so the, for the last few years, I was in Colombia in Central America, then COVID hit, and I was supposed to be going back to China, but I couldn't get a visa back. And that was, it was very strange. I came here to Thailand because a friend said, if you come to Thailand, you could do a Sinovac shot and you could go straight to China. I got there, I got here, and then they said, um, sorry, only for residents. So I spent seven months in here in Thailand in a, in a little room. They call a condominium, but it's just a, one little room, a, a bed, a TV, and, and a little table. And uh, did that, and I was, I promise you, at Starbucks, man, and the radio was on, and or the music was on, and an, an announcement came about a school, International School East and Seaboard, Papada is looking for people and looking for a head of school, an advertisement. I didn't think about it because I was going back to China. Two days later, I get a call from the school that they saw my name in a publication or something. <laughs> and they thought it would be interesting to fly me in, to fly me in, right? And I'm laughing. I said, these people don't know I'm like 25 minutes away from where they're at. So I, I talked to them for a few days, and then they said, we want to fly you in. And I said, no, don't worry about it. I, I can drive in. you know. And I <laughs> went in, and like three weeks later, I had a bunch of interviews, and uh, they hired me. So I signed the contract. November 30th of, of this year. Um, this, no, November 30, November 30th. And then December 1st, I start. What happens the, the 30th of November, I get my visa from China. Okay. And I said, so what am I going to do now, man? You know? Um, and so I said, you know, I committed with these people. I'm not just going to you know, say, forget it. My visa came back. So I, I decided to stay. Um, it's a, it's a pretty school, a lot of stuff, you know, the, the, I think smaller schools are more complicated. I don't know why, but it's really complicated because there, there's some, there are a lot of people who've been there a long time, very few new people. And so people that have been in a school a long time, they have like, they feel like they have ownership of the things. Right. It's and they're always talking about the past. Yeah. And they're always talking about the past, right? Um, I've had to hire eight new people for this coming year. 
um, all really superly highly gifted people. Uh, several of those people that I knew in China, right, that worked for me, and, and those kind of folks who are who are talented. So you know, one of the the things about I've also learned is you don't forget who you've been with, who's been successful, right? Because you never know when you have to call them and say, "Hey, I have a need," right? And um, and and then that happens. So that, in a nutshell, that's kind of how I, I uh, you know, been playing this game. It's a long game. You know, I live on a golf course, man. You know, think about it. <laughs> it's cool as so in a I. golf course. <laughs> yeah, and I and but yeah, and I have a golf cart. And you know, I don't play golf. You know, and I got this fancy car and this five bedroom house. It's, it's bizarre stuff, right? But I but I don't take it for granted, right? Because you know, just like you. Uh, we've been blessed, right, in a lot of ways. And so for me, the education piece is really important, but for it, more than anything is the, is the humanity of it, right? Being, being able to reach kids in a humane way. Um, yeah, they got to learn how to do math and all this stuff. But for me, it's more the guiding young people um, to be good people, people of service, people who are committed to make the world a better place. You know, I, I, you know, I talk too much, man, so... You can no, shut me okay. up whenever you like. Well, you know, I'll comment real quick on, on what you said about having all the, the big stuff, right? You're head of school. So, of course, you're going to be in a, a big house and you're going to have a car and a driver and everything. But you're also one of those superintendents, one of those heads of school that I know already. But you're one of those that invites your staff over for a dinner. You have us yeah, over man. for an evening, like an evening with special, like a few teachers just to get to know like a grade level yeah, better. That's right. So you right. invite people over and share what, what's been given to you and you help yeah. out. Yeah. And I know the other thing is that, you know, the longer you're somewhere, the more the onboarding process gets better. You and I work together that's on right. onboarding for teachers, yeah. for new that's, teachers. That's right. So when they land, you're the yeah. kind of guy that's usually, and if you can, you it, as much as possible, that's you are there else. at the airport and you are there to say, right. hello, welcome. I am here yeah. for you. And that's yeah. so special. Not every director does that. Not every director yeah. can. But I think that's but, but you, you know what? Yeah. Nutshell. But it's, it's something else. Even you also, I think we've stayed humble. You know, some people are not humble in education. We've had some friends like that who were You're not right. humble, you know, and it's hard to even talk to them. Right. But I know that I know some stuff. You know that you know some stuff, but it doesn't mean that you have to be tooting your own horn all the time and that other people are wrong. They, they have differences of opinion and that's OK. I think as long as we can communicate and, and chat and, and and just be human beings, decent human beings, I think it's important. But I, I, I don't like, you know, having a, you know, a superiority complex. I, that's not me. That's not Bob. Well, you know, I, I'm no, it's a, not you at all. Because you're, you're about the humanity of people. You're like, I want to sit down and have a real conversation with you. So if yeah. I interview with yeah. you as a head of school. You're going to look at all those things. Are you accredited? Are I mean, like, do you have the certification? That, right. Do you have the experience? Yeah. But in the that's end, right. what's going to separate the people that have the star? You know, everyone looks good on paper, right? But Absolutely. when you sit down in an interview, I know you, Bob, that when a person sits down with you in an interview and a stellar CV, if they are not just like transparent and open with you about no. what they need, what they expect and yeah. what they're hoping for yeah. and what they yeah. can bring yeah. to your school, then you're not going to mm -hmm. hire them because they're no, just that's good right. on paper. And you and I have seen people yeah. like that come and go. 
They're the people that, that think the best of themselves and they're very rigid and they want to show off. And that's not what you're looking for. I would think. No, not at all. Not at all. I want people who are competent, you know, who know their business, you know, that they, and they have proven themselves, but you can prove yourself and not be a jerk, you yeah. know? Uh, and some people are like that, you know? And so I, I just don't, bother with them you know and but i'm always even you know a little bit culture cultured in that sense that i'll say thank you so much for the time that you're giving me i appreciate the time that you're giving me i just think we don't fit right now you know we're not a fit and i wish you all the best you know and that's it and i move on and they'll move on you know so let me throw not another curve let me throw another curve go ahead tell me another one here's a situation right. i just talked to a teacher last night uh, and you'll hear her on the podcast later, a different episode. Her name is Rose and she's in Istanbul and she's not, a, she's a very brand new teacher, like one year out of the gate and she's working mm. on her accreditation. So, I mean, there's, there's different stories here, but let's say I'm a new sure. teacher right out of the gate. I just got my accreditation. I just finished college. And, you know, you mentioned that you're, you want people that are sure of themselves and, and have that experience. What about those new people? Right. Do you do you do you reach out I love and find new, new, people. new people once in a while? Yeah. I, you know, first of all, I want to see what they studied. You know, if the guy said he studied, I don't know, banking. You know, and I'm looking for a social studies teacher. Well, we might not be a fit. Right. <laughs> so I want to know what they studied. Right. Um, and if they studied education, like they had an education major, I want to know if they received a teaching certificate you know, from somewhere, you know, it really doesn't matter so much to me. What matters to me is like the content, you know, after you've been around a while, right. You know, the different programs and all of that and, and what school is good and what is just, you know, trying to sell diplomas and things like that. Right. So I want to know that stuff. But even if a person does not have a teaching certificate and and I'm talking to, and and I'm bringing this up now because I have a, a young man just like that, really smart. And he's eager to learn. See, if you're smart, young, but you're not eager to learn, we won't talk. But if you're willing, if you're eager to learn, and you can see that in an, on an interview, you know, if the questions that are asked, um, the answers that are given, right? I don't mind giving a person an opportunity. Now, if they don't have all their studies, like the, you know, the, the, the uh, certifications and all that stuff, that's a that's a a, a a kind of prerequisite, you know. At some point during this time that you're with me, you got to do it. You have to do it. I'll give you all kinds of names of places and schools and things that you can do, but you have to know. You have to know the basics of education, or I don't. I don't mean to say education of teaching, right? You have to know how to teach. Uh, you have to know that that you have you have a, you have you are a fountain of knowledge but it's not like it used to be all these little kids that you're teaching will probably know more about what you're teaching them you know in a little bit because they have the technology the te- technology world has changed all of education right so for me i like a kid who who's ready to do stuff you can make tons of mistakes but i'll hook you up with a teacher you know who knows what they're doing right because you can't become a good teacher if you don't teach, you know, right. I want to be a teacher, but I won't hire you. 
you know, that well, these are also sense. these are also going to be rare instances, too, because like you say, across the board, there's a prerequisite. And mostly what you're looking at is you're looking That's at right. teachers that have the have the degree, have the certificate. That's right. And they're they're That's out right. looking. They're interviewing with you. But every That's once right. in a while. Right. Every once in a while, somebody you comes along one. and that's rare. Yeah. But you're still open you, to yeah. it. But it's not something that, to that's bank right. on. And yeah. And something else for, for especially those people. But everybody, I want to know what people say about you. You know, it's not just, you know, like you, you, uh, you cut and paste a, a, a letter of reference, you know, and Roberto's no a way. really good guy. He was my friend. La, 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 la. I'll read it just for the sake of it. But I need an email and I need a phone number. You That's know, what I tell everybody in that book yep. that I wrote, Bob, in, 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 in finding the right fit. I said part of yep. part of the interview process, part of going to those job fairs, even if it's just a video interview, you That's better right. be ready Absolutely. to hand over, Bob, if I'm interviewing with you. Uh, and yep. many other directors, any director across the board, I'm going to hand them a cell phone number for now. Like That's where right. you is got that to. person now? And I you want got the to. email of that person now. And they need to know that you're going to call because you're going to call That's and you're right. going to follow up on minimum three different people to find out who Absolutely. this person is. You hit it right on the head, man. Minimum three people. And on the other hand, I also want the, that the candidate to be honest. You know, because we've been in the same situation where we've had really bad experiences in a school, in a ex school, whatever that school is. And so because the world is so small, you want to make sure you said you, you can speak to the fact, well, I was at this particular school and, and uh, I put it on my CV, but it was not my best experience. And I learned this and this and this and this from it. And so that, then the, the interviewer realizes that you're not trying to hide stuff. It's the worst thing to try to hide things, you know, in this world that we live in, right? Because peace. One of my preaching out, right? things I've said is you have to be transparent in an interview for overseas yep. because what I say to the to my listeners is I've always preached that the biggest investment a school has as a business, as an entity, is the international teachers they hire because you're you're hiring for Absolutely. a contract, insurance, housing. And everything goes down and it ends with the kids. So if you if That's you're right. having an interview in a weekend or over a series of videos, what's happening now, but later on, if mm-hmm. you have a series of interviews in person with the with that candidate, they have to let everything out. They need to be transparent about right. any social needs, That's any right. physical needs, anything that they have a problem with, their history Absolutely. of teaching. Right. And I yeah. had marks on my CV and I had to be very upfront and say, of course, this is why I, yep, this is why I was in Egypt for one year and I broke contract. You have to own up to it. That's right. Because if That's you right. find Absolutely. out somebody's hiding something, you can't trust them and that they're building trust with you. Right, Bob? As far Absolutely. as interviews for international business, international schools, the, the interview process. Man is so important that there's a trust that's built up that continues as you work at that school. Right. Absolutely. And also like, you know, somebody interviews with me, I've been through a lot of stuff. So I cannot believe that you've had such a squeaky clean life. You know, that all your jobs are just perfect. And everybody thinks you, you know, you're, you're God's gift to education. Well, maybe in a lot of things, but some places you had a hard time. So I'd rather hear that than see it someplace else, you know? Um, yeah, but, but I, I, I think, I think competence, I had to write 
you know how we were supposed to write like articles once a week for the community, the the teachers and the parents yes. and stuff. So I'm supposed to write from the head of school. You know, that's not even me. But <laughs> so I was writing this thing and, and it came to me that in order for our school to grow, teachers need to be competent, you know, competent, 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 excellence. Right. Uh, but if we don't have those people and you, you hire these folks, then you have a problem in your hand, you know, in, on the business side, because it's, it's not cost effective. When you bring somebody from another country to wherever you're at, that's an, a huge expense, right? All those kind of things, right? And so competence, a clean heart, you know, we've played hard, you know, when we were together <laughs> yes. in all kinds of places that will remain, uh, uh, you know, we're not going to talk about the places, but we've, we've, we've been there, right? And, um, and that's great. That's great. Um, uh, but, but the point is not to hide it day, from you. Not to that's, hide that's it right. from you in an interview. Not to, because no, not to hide. That's right. The directors, most directors have seen a lot, whether they're coming overseas the first time and it's their first year and they yeah. were in New yeah. York, whether they were anywhere in the States or in Canada or in, in anywhere right. else. But when they go into international yeah. school, they're the liaison. They're in charge of that school. So they're hiring the best people they can to fit into their puzzle, right? And I always talk That's about right, the man. puzzle. When you're hiring, you have five or six candidates and you have to go through some quality candidates. It's going to boil down to, can you build a trust in that short time with them? Because they're going to be with you beyond the contract because that's what you're going to You're hundred percent right? right, bro. You're hundred percent right. And um, it also, depending on who you hire, it also defines where your school goes. You know, if you hire knuckleheads and people have no clue, then you're not going to get anything. But if you if you hire people who are dedicated to that role that you've hired them for, then obviously the school will grow and, and, and it will prosper. And so um, you, you got to be wise that way. You got to be wise that way. Uh, I don't know. I could say a bunch of more stuff, but I think that, you know, that that's what I think. No, those are excellent answers. I appreciate that because when the when the audience Am I when passing listeners, the test? you're doing a great job, Bob. I, I mean, right, man. when I when it comes from me as a teacher, I'm on the other side of that, right? And I know you right. as an administrator, as a friend, as a teacher. I know you. I've worked yes. for you before, but our listeners have to hear it from someone like you because I've already written about it. I talk about it, but when you say these things yeah, and affirm. Yeah. The way I know that that means a lot more than me saying it. And not every director is willing to, to come on to a, a podcast like this. And it's brand new. Right. There's very few of us out here yeah. that are talking about this. So I appreciate your That's point right. of view, which is huge. Well, it, yeah. But you, you also bring something really important. You could have done all kinds of other stuff in education, but you chose. See, this is, this is another piece, right? Not everybody has to be ahead of school or whatever. There's a huge honor in being a teacher, in being able to impact the lives of little kids, man. And I've seen you do it. You know, I've seen you. You, you. They don't know you're like six feet two or something, you know. And you've always been a big guy, right? But look you like see you Thor, work with right? little children. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, working well, with sure. kindergartners. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, working with little kids, man. Yeah. And you were touching their lives, you know, and so. That's really important that people, young people, some young people, 
think, well, I want to be the head of school. I want to be this. I want to be. No, just be cool. Find your calling. Don't decide before you even start it. You know, just enjoy children. You know, that I don't I don't understand why that's so complicated. You know, when you can you open your heart and you you let them come in, they quiz you, they question you, they disobey you, they they laugh with you, they cry with you. And and all through it, you're molding lives, man. We need a, a world of peace where people get along. You know, it, it's so bizarre to me how we're so split apart the world is you know you know unfortunately where we come from it's a huge mess you know and then i look at us too we come from two different worlds man but we're brothers it doesn't matter what happens when this the last time i saw you doesn't matter there's a bond because we were true to each other you know and to the situation that we were in and so um i i think to me it's wonderful you know, what the see. listeners don't know is that when you go overseas, your your comfort zone, your blanket of security is built with the people you work with. Right, Bob? We yeah, were, man. We were we were we landed in Honduras together and the, the cohort that we had, we had to rely on each other forever. I remember asking you for so many things and throughout the years that we were there together. And then we bounced a lot around different, different places and we ended up in right. together. And those, right. it doesn't matter where you are. The people that you work with tend to be your family. And that's the that's other right. part of the puzzle. When you're hiring people, you're thinking about personalities as well as their credentials oh, man, as well as how well they are. Cause they're moving to a new country and they're fitting into a puzzle of what you've already got. And it's a mind boggle for me to be in that position that you have to choose people, not just based on what they're on paper, not just their experience, That's right. but you have to think about them mm-hmm. in a new, completely foreign, different situation that yeah. they're going to, and, and hopefully they're going to become friends like we did all those years back because right. we've gone our different directions, right. but we're just right. family. family. Every That's country right. I've Absolutely. lived in, I have a new family. You know, I have a very That's small right. percentage. Bro. There's a handful. Well, of me you, too. Right? Yeah. I can think me, of me three too. of you, three of you from, yeah. from Honduras <laughs> that I still keep in touch with. But it's yeah. like family. <laughs> and it's really important and i think that that's a huge step for our listeners to understand is that when you go overseas you're not alone if you go to the right, right school right if you do if you your go research, to the right school you got to go find to the that right, school, right fit though. right you got to find the and right school I, that's going to do it yeah and i think a question to ask for your listeners people that are trying to go other places you got to ask this is a question i would ask every single time will is there a person assigned to me to be able to help me through this, right? It's usually an HR person or something or a teacher. Will there be some money to pick me up at the airport? Am I going to have to take a taxi? If you go to a school where they say, no, you got to get here on your own, go get, go, go someplace else. Don't, don't even waste your time. Because Amen. if they do that with a small thing like this, what happens when it's a major thing, right? They're going to leave you on your own, and, and it's problematic. I think a head of school, a principal, and teachers need to go meet the person that shows up. It shows it shows that you care for that person. It shows respect that you think is important enough that you stop your day, whatever you're doing, and go 
and, and meet a, a, a new human being that comes to your family. I would not go to a school that didn't pick me up or had have people there taking care of me, even if it's for a couple of days, right? And mentors, teacher mentors, you know, buddies, whatever you want to call it. I want to know that I could talk to a specific person about my needs, you know, medical needs. You know, I, I don't like this kind of food. Can I get a better, you know, um, I don't know, mattress, whatever, but I need harder pillows. Or how do I it get, doesn't the, matter how do I get the, yeah, the classroom? How do I get the copies made? Yeah. I'm having a problem That's with right. this or Simple I, things like that. something yeah. I need to talk to you and, Gets you through not ahead, just bro. not just the school, but the life that's, that's part right. of it, right? Life, yeah, yeah. Life Somebody that's already been you know, down that road, right? Someone that's yeah, already absolutely. asked those questions. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's bizarre because we think, oh, we're going to this country. It's no big deal. I remember when I signed up in Kuwait, I thought it, I was going to the desert. You know, I was going to be living in sand. And then I show up all these big, you know, modern places, right? All kinds of difficulties too, but it, w- it was a shock. I didn't realize it, you know. Um, other places that I've been to, I, I didn't, I didn't know what I was getting into because an interview is an interview. But when you land, you know, that airplane lands, and you say, "Where am I? I don't know this language. What you know? What am I doing working in China? I don't speak Chinese. I'm never ever going to learn Chinese, right? But I was there for a long time." But initially, I was so lost. I didn't, I didn't have a clue, man. And so I think that that's important. Ask for help from the beginning and know that people are going to be there to assist you. Even though, you know, knuckleheads like us, you know, if, when we go to a new place, you want to know that people are there for you. You know, we're cocky and stuff and we could get around and move around. But at some point, we slip because we don't know nuances culture you know if you come from a western country for example and you go to the middle east and you and you and you come face to face with islam you know what do you do with that because we have all our prejudice right you know we come up with all this crazy stuff that that they taught us and then you realize well wait a minute these people are people of faith they are they really believe what they believe an example right right so Maybe some of the things that I I learned, maybe I should unlearn and yeah. become more open to people and learn who these people are. You know, um, things things like that, simple things. Why do people, you know, celebrate uh, uh, Ramadan? What does that mean? You know, when somebody says to you, "Assalamu alaikum," you know, before that we would say, "What's wrong with this terrorist?" You know, right. it's bizarre, right? And and and, uh, and and those kind of things, those little nuances, right? Um, that that we don't know about till we're out there, right? And so we'll make mistakes, you know. We'll make mistakes, and, and uh, but most people, most cultures that I've been are generous, you know, and they forgive our, you know, our, our silliness because they understand that it's not purposeful. But yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have help when you get into a place. All right, all right, let's take a moment break for a little contact information. We'll be back in five seconds. If you want to give us a little shout out and reach out, you can find us on Gmail at internationalteacherpodcast at gmail.com. Remember, complaints can be addressed to Greg, the single guy. And we are also on uh, Instagram, ITP Expats. You can find us.
I realize that when you say it, you reflect my heart on this situation too, as far as my feelings about it. I think, and not every school is going to do this, not every director, but when a director, and I wish everyone could hear this, but if a director shows up at the airport, when you arrive and they pick you up, there's, let's say, whatever culture you're in, if I go to China and there's all of these Chinese people in front of me, it's a mass, or I go to Egypt and there's a thousand Egyptians in front of me, if I go to South America and everybody's speaking Spanish and it's this massive, you know, this humdrum of activity at a major airport <laughs> and I see one person, I see a face that I already recognize from an interview. I think that that is the most memorable situation ever. And I've had a very, I think so very, I've been very lucky. So that's number one, as far as hopes, like ask about that. You mentioned a couple others. Can you go back to that for candidates that are trying to look at schools and a a little bit like the make it or break it questions. Do you have a, a, can you repeat those, what you think a candidate should ask about the school? I think one was, is somebody going to meet me at the airport? You need to yeah, define, a define yeah. your, your, you need to make sure the salary is agreed upon and Absolutely. signed, right? What are and some signed. other things? That's about? right. <laughs> I want to know if I, if I'm going to teach, I want to know what curriculum is there. I want to know what it is I'm going to be teaching. Don't wait. Don't make me wait till I get there to tell me. Right. You know, don't wait till I get to the school and then you show up with all this stuff, right? Um, I, I want to be able to, if the, if there's a teacher that's staying in, in my, on my grade level, I want to be able to talk to some of those people. Hey, tell me about the school, what you guys are teaching. You know, what's the dynamic um, of those things? What about resources? Another question about resources. Do I have to come with my own stuff? Or are there resources available? We've been in places that you better bring your own stuff because there was nothing there, right? Um, those kind of questions. Housing. Am I living? Am I living at school, or do I have to go get my own apartment? Or will you provide a place for me? What do I have to do? I think that's pretty important because we're innocent when we go there, and we don't we don't think about that. What, how far is my housing from the school? You know, it does a bus pick me up. These are all very not sophisticated issues, but important issues, right? Uh, how long do I have to ride on the bus, the school bus? You know, one way, you know, two ways. So it's 45 minutes. For, Jesus Christ, that's like close to three hours, you know, two hours that I'm going to be riding. Am I willing to do that? Uh, if I wanted to buy a car, What's the, the, the car market like or motorcycle, whatever, right? So I think you got to know your living situation. I think that's really, really important. Your daily that supports living your teaching. If you're that's happy right, in your life and you, you, you're settled before you start teaching, then your mind is not on living. It's on the teaching right. to do 100%, right? Yeah, great. Something, you know, food. You know, some countries... You, you got to know what you can eat and why you can't, right? That's crazy. And we don't even think about it, you know? And, and uh, words that you hear that you might not even understand. Oh, this supermarket is halal. And you say, what, what the hell? Is that a brand name? <laughs> <You know? laughs> is, is, that a, is that a brand name? What, what is that? 
um, you know, words like uh, this country is dry. Well, no, it's not to do with rain. You know, it's that if you're an alcoholic, it's probably not the best place for you to go right. to. You know, things like that, right? Um, things, you know, it, and in the Middle East, I learned so much, but, you know, the prayers. All of a sudden you hear, you know, like, like sounds like songs in Arabic in the afternoons. And you say, what is going on? Well, those are, you know, afternoon prayers, right? And things like that. But I think the, the, the nitty gritty stuff, you know, um, how is my apartment or house furnished? What's there? Do I, what's the payment? Is it stipend or is it paid for? Yeah, absolutely. And my airfare Uh, is my airfare terminal, initial terminal, which means you pay for the first airfare and you pay for the last one at the end of my contract, or do you pay for annual or do you pay for nothing? Because some of the European schools won't even pay for that because that's Uh, European schools, right? Depends on every school, right? Go ahead. And something else that's really important, the, the word home of record, which is a really interesting little word. I've been dealing with that lately from some teachers. So they, let's say they're coming from China to Thailand, right? So they put down that that's their address, right? Some schools are really smart and sneaky. So it's time for the person to leave. But he really was from New Zealand, but he was living in China. So his home of record is really New Zealand, you know? And so now they have a fight at the end of the whole thing, right? So I've told all these people that I'm hiring now, I said, please, I know where you're coming from, but I need in your contract to write where your home is. Where would you go if you were to leave to tomorrow? To see family. Yes, to see family. That's right. To go you're not going back. to go. That's right. Right. You're not going to China because you don't live there anymore. Because you're so, from New York and you're going to go really, back to New York yeah. instead of going to China because that's your home of record. That's right. Your unofficial that's home, right. which is and, some of us don't have. Yeah, absolutely. So it's really important. I think that that's a really important one. Home of record. Where is your home? Um, because what happens is that most uh, contracts says the school will pay for the least expensive, uh, you know, ticket to your, to your home of record. But you put China and it's two hours away versus the four hours that it takes to get to your home, your real home. So you got to make sure that 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 uh, that's clear. That Man, conversation so has things. to come up. And there's there, those are the major ones, though. I made my little list, too, and it had to do with what am I teaching? Ahead, I wanted. Yeah, I was going to say, what am I teaching? Yeah. Yeah. What am I teaching for sure? And is that going to change? I mean, and they say, well, you know, maybe, but when, and when you get here, that's what our agreement is. And let's do that. Okay. And we'll talk about it later, but you need to have them say it and you need to get on record and Absolutely, say, this man. is what you're teaching, how much you're going to pay me and what, you know, what the payment scales are. That's something that you want in writing. I think from any school before you Absolutely. get a plane ticket and, and, and vacation then, and vacations, yes. you know, when so you am I see the contract? When do I have you to wanna, return? Yep. You, you want, want to see, see the, contract. the contract. And that has to include, like you said, is a very good concept is that these we're getting nitty pick, you know, a little bit more into detail about the home of record and stuff. But if we don't talk about it now, it's not always going to be brought up by all the directors, all of the HR people, because they might take for granted right. that you've already know that. That's correct. So for us, for you That's to right. bring that up, I wouldn't have even thought of to talk about that, but I'm glad you brought it up because it has, well, it's because it has a I've lot been to do with, with that. Your, you have. Yeah. I've been That's why I'm asking the master. 
<laughs> no, no, no. You know, I, I'm asking a teacher who, who who's leaving, uh, who is going to New York because he came from New York, but he lives in St. Petersburg, Russia. That's his home. And so the school, trying to be smart, like, you know, they want to save some money. Well, that's not your home of record. It says New York, New York. And so, so we the have school to go through is going to you know, send we, him back to New York. Yeah. And you have to deal right. with and, it and on the side. Nothing, that's right. And so I took care of it and all of that. But that's why it, it came to my mind, because it could happen easily. That's a very good point. And I think for onboard, I think when you're looking at a school or looking at a second or third or seventh school, these are all really good interview questions, whether or not you do it on video or you do it in person, hopefully. And I tell people to go to a job interview at in person if they can to a fair because you can read right. a person differently. And I think a lot of hundred percent a lot bro. of directors feel that way. That's why schools send their directors or somebody to represent That's the right. school to see the people That's right. in person. Absolutely. And hopefully, Absolutely. you know, Bob, hopefully they'll be back in order. I think ISS is hopefully going to be doing face to face next yeah. year. And yeah, I think I the other so. ones, there's one in Bangkok that happens every year. I hope that that one works. Yeah. Search. Yeah. All those big recruiting Search, fairs, yeah. I hope they happen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so far, all the recruiting we've done has been online, you know, Zoom meetings, just like this, you know, and uh, I, I want to see somebody's eyes. You know, I, I want to see they're sweating. You know, I want to <laughs> see, you know, if they can look at me straight in, you know, in my, in my eyes. Right. And, and, I I think I think it's I think it's important. Uh, there, there's so 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 many things that in a such a simple profession, but a very often political profession too. You know, all kinds of things going around. You know, um, that you don't know. Let me give you two two quick little pieces. Um, for example, especially very young people who haven't been out a lot, especially Western young people. A good question should be, and I don't know how you do it, but uh, I'm a single person. How, what is the dating in, in the country like? Is that possible? Uh, that's a weird question, right? But it, it's not because you know some people make mistakes. You know, like right away, they, you know, they're talking to another person and all of a sudden they, and then they wind up getting in trouble with the father, the school, the, the whole thing, right? Then the other piece is, the not everybody's involved in this, but the alcohol consumption. You know how does that work? Um, you, yes, you know because you you lift it right. Um, sometimes people think that they're at home at the beach, you know, and they're walking around all messy, you know. But in most countries, a teacher is seen with a lot of respect, and so families are looking. You know what's 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 Mr. Santos doing? in the corner grocery store, drinking a beer and smoking a cigarette. That sounds really weird, but it's a fact, you know? Um, and so as you know, we would have gatherings in my house and stuff or somebody else's apartment. And so what you do in your place, is, it's your business, right? But I think we need to be respectful of the country that we're in, their, their customs, right? Because we are guests in that country. Man, I don't know how many times I said that to people. Hey, brother, you are a guest in this country. If this is what you do at home, go home. You know, it's all right. But when, when you, you represent the school, you represent your country, whether you like it or not. At all and times. And people are always observing. Absolutely. So I have two. Again, uh, talking too much, bro. That's okay. You're doing a great job. I, 
it's not easy to throw all these questions at you. We just agreed a couple hours ago to do this, you know? (laughs) Hey, so I have a good, a good thing. I'll, I'll bring it to a close. Actually. If, if I'm a teacher coming into a a international teacher uh, interview with a director, can you name a few things that you don't want to see? Right. Like number one, you probably don't want to see somebody with a three ring binder with all of the things that they've been teaching, you know, their best, like there's no time for that at an international teacher fair or. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it, bro. You know, don't show me all that that pretty stuff. (laughs) You know, because I could have pretty stuff too. I showed up with my three ring binder and my, my CV and everything. I had this huge portfolio and I had a digital one. And what fortunately one year they actually looked at my digital, but I brought that big folder, that big portfolio that you made in the first years of teaching. Right. And Oh my God. But that's number one. You don't want to bring all that stuff. Right. What are some other things you don't want to do? Yeah. um, You need to look the part. Uh. (laughs) And I know this seems like I'm being some sort of, you know, all foggy or something, but I swear I'm not. You know, you got to look the part. And the part, it doesn't mean that you have to wear a suit. I got it. But you have to look like a person who is showing up for work. You know, and you're not playing out. And you're, yeah, and you're not working out a park. You know, uh, you got to, you got to. There are times where we have to look a certain way in a school. You know, when we have an interview, we have an assembly, we have something, they have their own dress code and you got it and just follow it, right? There's some times where you're free to do what you want to do. And you know when those times are. The time which is not is when you, you're going for an interview. Look, so for Central you know, American school... Like, I'm not going to show yeah. up in an African outfit. I'm not going to go in a safari no. outfit to to go to Ethiopia. Nope. I'm not going to nope. wear a Hawaiian or- shirt and go to the beach for the Caribbean schools. I'm going to dress nope. like I am nope. going to a corporate America. I'm going to wear That's something correct. slick, dressed Absolutely. for success. Absolutely. You're not going to put, you know, your favorite ear hoops, you know, all seven of them and hanging and then one on your nose. That's not going to, you know, bode well for you because the people that are interviewing live in that environment and they know what, what is and what isn't. Um, maybe it's unfair. And I, and I probably agree with you but with, with that thought. But you, you, you got to look the part. You have to come prepared. Um, you, you, man, there's so many things. Um, you have to be able to convince a person that you will make their school better. Your, your presence in that place, your teaching, your humanity is going to make the school better. You talk about how wonderful that school is, right? Then you also say, you know, this is what I bring. I, I, you know, I love school. I love teaching kids. And this is my, what I believe about teaching. And this is what I want to share with you. But the only way that you can do that is if you study the school before you have the meeting. You know, don't don't make up stuff, you know, like I'm making up stuff right now. Don't do that. You know, you study the school. You study the school. You go to the website. You go to, to the, their social media. You go, you find people that work at that school and you ask, what's the ethos? You know, what, what is it that your school is known for? What makes your school special? 
right? And then you can, with authority, some sort of authority, you can speak, you know, Mr. Santos, this is what I bring to your school. You know, it may be, I'm being a little cocky right now, Mr. Santos, but let me tell you, I am able and willing to contribute in these ways. I know I'm assigned to being a, a third grade teacher, but I have other skills that I, I'm willing to share with the school. I'm not asking you to pay me more, but I'm willing to share those things that I have with the school. And I think that goes a long way. Well, that's all I want to say about that. I think that's important that you go into an interview unless there are a few instances like at the job fairs where you have a last minute interview that's set up by the school. You may not right. have chance to like research them, but I tell you what, if I go into a second follow-up interview with that school, then that's I would right. research, you know I'd research everything I could in that heartbeat between the two interviews. I'd set up enough time so that I That's could right. research that school. And I've done that in the past. And other people that go That's to right. job fairs will know that, especially if they read That's that book, right. right? But they will go <laughs> hopefully into a job fair. And if you go into a video interview that you're serious about, we as candidates need to show that we are aware of what your school's about. And we should have a couple questions that show that we know what's driving your That's school, right. right? Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. Um, because you also, from, from those kind of questions or, or the offers that you make to the school, you then listen to the responses from the interviewer, right? The, the guy that's interviewing you, you just said, I'm willing to share. And he, he just dismisses that. Then that's a big statement, you know? And so those are the little nuances, right? And I tried to, to but you got to start on that. Place. I tried to hit on that with uh, describing, like in my book, I was trying to describe what are some of the best questions, but I couldn't do it. I eliminated that. And I said, you know what? There are some good questions, but the best questions, I don't have them. There's no laundry list. The ones that you and I talked about, about deciding whether or not that school's for us. That's a different story. But interview questions to practice beforehand, I don't think we can do that. I think knowing I those questions we it. talked about before, but this is not mm -hmm. like other interviews. You can't go in there with, uh, you know, bulletproof with a bunch of practice questions that you've done and you rehearse with mom and dad mm -hmm. or your buddy or your wife. Mm -hmm. You That's can't right. prepare for this in that way. I think the research is more important. I think being yourself is more important and listening skills with the person interviewing you. They should have listening you should skills. Be listening to Huge. them and ask them, and listen to them, ask you questions That's that right. you can answer, right? Absolutely. Listening, listening, listening. We learn a lot by listening, man. We don't learn much when we talk, <laughs> you know, because the brain can't function that way, you know? And so we got to listen. Can you verify one listen. other thing for me? I've told a lot yeah. of people that when you go to a job fair or when you're in the international business, it's the the admins are a lot like the teachers and you've been teachers at some point in international sure. and you're just like us you're chatty little hens and it's about who you know so that's right you burn a bridge at a school and it's gonna bite you later if you leave It'll or if you, you go to a butt. school if you're in the wrong school and you leave it and and burn your bridges with these people and get onto those websites and crab about the school and put a lot of negativity to get back at them, it's going to mark you 
in our community because the, right. the administrators, you all know each other. I think it's the That's smallest right. district in the world, but it's worldwide. That's right. You guys all travel together. Mm-hmm. Like when those recruiting seasons yep. happen, you're talking about yep. each other. You're, you're sharing ideas of who to recruit, who you've heard about openings that other people are looking for. You work as a team sort of, as well as against each other, I guess sure. it's fair to sure. say it's a competition, yeah. but Farm. it's also work together yeah. to find the right fit for the school. Cause that's not like other schools. In, no, in the that's States, right. for example. Yeah. You know, for me, if somebody has said something negative about me in a school or something, I do not respond to that stuff. I do not spend one minute because it's going to come back and bite me. You see, we said this about him, but look what his response is. And then right. they'll have a litany of stuff. You know, yep. one time a school wrote something bad about me but it was not the school. It was a, like a disgruntled person. It was in Nicaragua. I think I had to ask 32 teaching assistants to leave in one day. They all waited oh, no. at, at my door. You know, the school was going bankrupt and I had to do this. Right. And somebody wrote something. You know? Yeah. Somebody had he, to he had just call me all kinds. Yeah, that's right. And you know what? I have never, ever, ever, commented on it this is the first time that i've ever said anything about it because the question that you asked me right so i i i I don't get involved with 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 stuff that's written you know i don't even respond to good stuff you know because you never know how people respond to stuff like that and um well yeah i I, personally is more i just don't yeah yeah knowing you personally is where you go with this and knowing you yeah you get to know your staff and you hire Absolutely, people that bro. you can, you can meet in the interview. And I, I love having you on this podcast because people haven't heard this <laughs> before from administrators. They yeah. haven't. Yeah. You know, are there any, la- yeah. are there, I'm going to, I'm going to bring it to the close here for you. Are there any last right, things bro. you want to say to, to teachers that are looking at international teachers that are starting out or teachers that are already out there? Is there anything you want to, leave with them yeah uh, maybe maybe two things for teachers who are experienced and they've been around remember your errors when you sign in the school remember the things that you did that you're not too proud of and don't do it again because it just kind of adds up you know and um sometimes you can't get that nagging feeling from your heart once you've done it again See, we can forgive ourselves, right? And you and I have forgiven ourselves forever, <laughs> Several right? Times, you know? yep. <laughs> Several times, yeah. Several times, right? And, and uh, but I don't want to. Re- I don't want to repeat this. Yeah, I don't want to repeat the same thing over and over again. And we as humans have a tendency, right? I think that that's important. Don't make the same mistakes because when you leave, you want to leave with a smile. You know, I did the best that I could. They were satisfied with me. They're not happy that I'm leaving, but it's time for me to go. Uh, and then you sleep better too when you don't think you have something hanging, you know, over there that's going to come and bite you later on. For young people, man, I love young people. I used to be young. You used to be young, bro. I used to be young. Um, yeah. For young people, I say be yourselves, be true to yourselves. But this whole education piece, I don't think we talk about it very much. I think it's a higher calling, you know. You're going to make me cry. 
No, oh, I'm not going to make you cry. I remember when you came to where, where we worked together. You, you've been dedicated to children all these years. You could have done a million other things, but you chose, I call it a calling. You, you knew that this is what you needed to do. Yeah, yeah you, you making tons, you, you, you're making tons of money in the school. Good for you. You earned yeah. it. But it's, it hasn't been about the money ever. Uh, you've Especially been in Honduras. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you, you, you touch kids, you change their lives. And I think that people have to see that, you know, it's not an 8 to 3.30 job. That you have to take, you have to take it seriously. Because those children, even though they have parents, most of them, they depend on you. They depend on you. And you can't let children down. At the end of the day, it's about and the you children, know, for me, isn't it? And just to, to be quiet now and, 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 and end it, you've been true to that higher calling. And that touches my heart. Yeah. Thank you, Robert. I appreciate your, your kind words, man. I, I strive to be... I strive to be the best teacher, and I think our listeners can learn from that too, right? This is this is Bob, and he's coming to us from the overseas school on the eastern seaboard in Thailand. I want to thank you so much for joining us. We'll talk a little bit after this, but uh, say I goodbye you, to brother. our listeners. Yep, say goodbye to our listeners, and we'll get you back on another time, okay? Thank you, folks, for listening. Bye thank you the very book. much. <laughs> How's that, man? Did you girl. like that? Did you like that? That was great, man. Yeah, but you got me there at the end. I didn't I mean to get you. you like. I didn't mean to get you like that. <laughs> I, I. Those are kind words, and I didn't expect that. To tell you the truth, I. This is not about. But me, it's the truth. Know, this is. 